If you ever are gonna wonder and think, think big. Plus, 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 know you like water to sink. Considered one of the online poker founders, father. Some may say I'm next to Give it up, give it up, give it up for Bet on Drew. I don't think that can ever be topped. A double rap intro battle. Pretty epic. I'm ready to uh, sit down and kick it with the boys. I got trapped in the bathroom in Jamaica. It was the, one of the scariest moments of my life. So sticky, okay? And then we're going to go out to the beach. I, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great day. We go to the buffet, we eat, and then I go into the bathroom and balls there concrete wall all the way up to the ceiling with like no air pockets in it too hot if you're taking a poop no circulation right exactly exactly right so i'm ready to get out and i can't get out the door is jammed and there's no circulation coming in and it gets to the point man where i'm starting to like hyperventilate a little bit i'm like wow this is crazy i have to actually scream for help Help me! Finally, this a lady comes through. She opens the door. I'm like, oh my gosh, you saved my life. I'm like, I can breathe again. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. That's the second time this has happened today. Oh my God. I, I ran good that she happened to be walking by as I was screaming for help. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, man. That's funny. So, um, I wanted to ask you, I don't want to jump backwards. Who's your favorite? Well, I guess we have to. What's the, Who's your favorite Stormer? Oh, favorite Stormer. Hmm, that's tough. There's a lot of Stormers. Uh, and and, and I, I love the Stormers. Let me think, man. You know what? I'm pretty close with Grips. Grips does his thing. He, he, he's there, uh, just doing a lot. He's a very, very smart dude. And uh, he, lo he loves the community a lot. Who else? I mean, there's so many people I think of. Uh, just last night, we were talking with Arlenia. She's here in Houston uh, playing some tournaments. Jeez, I, I don't even know. I think of there's so many like Spanish speaking stormers that are really good and I try to support them. Uh, quick question now, Rodney, he's like an OG stormer since he's been a stormer since before me. Miss Violet Mystery, she hosts my home game. Killing Bird, another yep. OG. Killing Bird, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so who's your favorite pro? My favorite pro? Uh, well, I don't, geez, that's another tough one because they're all like friends. But if I had to gotta pick, pick some. Yeah, you can't give us a list. I'll pick one. I'll, I'll change the question. I'll change the question a little bit. If you had to go half seas on someone to the main, like you had to at least swap 50% in the main, who who would be the storm you have the most confidence or would want to like sweat fifty percent with? The, well, the storm. Like well, both questions. Both questions. Yeah, they're a little okay. different. So both questions, I guess. From the stormers side, grips comes to mind first. If I'm swapping fifty percent, uh, I know he's been there. He's had he's played the main. He's had some uh, you know big scores. So would have to do that that makes the most sense as far as the pros go i mean mormon is a team pro man if mormon was like yo let's swap 50 percent, who's gonna say no to that right so i would say that but i will go back to the the favorite pro and i mean john and i have jay pards and i have just been through so much he 
Him and I, when we went to the Thirst Lounge in 2019, we were the two broke boys that slept on the couch every <laughs> so that everyone else could have a room. So, uh, and John and I also went to Triton together this last year in, in London. We both happened to win a package at the same time so that we got to experience that. And we did make a video, ACR made a video uh, kind of highlighting John and I's uh, history and kind of getting to this point, both being team pros after being broke bros on, on the couch in 2019. Yeah. So he, he's got to be in that conversation. He's just got to be up there. Yeah. Shout out to Party, man. Uh, Tony, I think you and I right now are the broke bros. Yeah. Give us a year or two. We'll be the, the pro bros real soon. We're working on it. But yeah, John's a really, really good, solid dude. So I love to hear that he's like your pick, Drew. Yeah. I like that too. Um, Damn, you got to go, bro? <laughs> I was supposed to go like 45 minutes ago, but the conversation is too good. So hey, what I'm, gonna, we, we can keep going, Tony. What I'm going to do is I'm going to come off a camera for like 10 minutes while I get ready. Then I'm going to transition to the phone, but we could keep going for like another like 20, 30 minutes. I don't know, Drew, if your schedule permits like 20, 30 minutes more. I know Tony had more questions. But it's like 12, 15 your time. Like, I should have been there already, but I'm good for another, like, 15, 20. I'll just come off the cam. Well, well, if you guys have some more questions, yeah, I could definitely do some more. I'm going to uh, play the main, too. It started at uh, 11 here. So you definitely get through your questions. And, uh, yeah. Smooth. Um, it's on you, Tony. I'm muted. <laughs> All right. Um, so you said you were, you, where were you born? I was born in Yuma, Arizona, just like John Papa Giorgio from Vegas Vacation. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, okay. And you grew and you grew up in Pennsylvania, you said. Yeah, yeah. Oh. My my dad, not my. It's so weird saying biological father versus not, but the man who raised me, you know, my dad. Uh, he's in the Marines, so I was born in Yuma, Arizona. Then my sister was born in Beaufort, South Carolina. And then my brother was born in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is where my, my parents live now and where I, I grew up. Okay. So yeah. you didn't play much poker out there? No, no, not really, because I wasn't in, until I was in college, I, I didn't get started playing, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Um, so what do you got coming up? What do you, what, it's on the uh, horizon on the schedule coming up next for me is so we'll finish this moneymaker tour stop and head back to san antonio and then we'll be there for a couple of weeks the venom is coming up so i'm going to stream that play that hopefully make a run of course and then about a week or so after that a week and a half after that finishes we'll be coming back to houston because Champions Club is having a million guaranteed uh, okay. buy-in, so it's in our backyard, basically. Three-hour drive and less overhead, so just have to come play that, and another ladies' event for Hannah to play. So that will be next. That's in February. And then hopefully, also in February, I'll satellite and get to play in Triton in March. This, this year I was actually, after last year was a really good sample of playing live online. I got some really good data where I was able to basically plan out. I have a, a sheet of paper where I drew up a calendar 
and I kind of know what I'm doing every month, how I want to post socials, where I plan on being. So I know March is I'm trying to get to South Korea. April, beginning of April, I'll be going to Costa Rica for the cage with ACR. And then what's after that? April, May is kind of like I'll be grinding online, but trying to save up my energy for WSOP then, because that'll be June, July, and then August. I plan to try to go on a vacation. And then it's September, I think, is a little bit open. October is San Antonio. November is the big rounders series that we do, the South Texas Poker Championship, where Damien and I ran deep. He finished 12th, 11th, 13th? Twelfth. 12th? Oh, okay, yeah. So he ran deep. We were final two tables. And yeah, that'll be November, December WPT. And that's like my whole year in my mind. I think that's just about everything for what's next. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if we're planned out that far. So, speaking of schedules, we, uh, I guess it's a good time to announce what we're doing. So, we are actually in the process of starting some short films. Oh, sick. Based on poker, yeah. So, we're right now, we're putting together a casting list, and we have scripts, and we have about six scripts, and we're looking for talent for people that want to, you know, do cameos and stuff, so... When further down the line we'd love to have you you know pop up yeah. in the there um but yeah there's there's six stories and really what we're trying to do in the future as well is take some of our podcasts you know these people that have store amazing stories and basically bring them to life um so that's that's where we kind of see poker and life going in the future but um right now we, we just got done with borgata so in february we're going to start shooting um we already have a date for uh, start shooting the, the film, the short film. Then in March, we have Turning Stone. April, we're gonna probably shoot some more. And then May, June, we're gonna start ramping up for WSOP. And then, um, yeah, we'll hopefully by, I wanna say um, end of beginning, I think we wanna do, try to drop like a trail right before WSOP. And then so at the end of WSOP, the first episode of the first short film will be out. But, um, where is that your passion you, you like creating the the film and stuff like that this is your like uh, yeah so I, I guess i'm i like creating but i you know so that's why we turn poker and life podcast into poker and life productions because we we're just doing a bunch of different things as far as like helping our friend uh our buddy bars bang with his music stuff and so we think we just have a lot of different talent in different areas Damien's a few of Damien's boys actually have a pro, like a production company. They have films on Tubi and um, Netflix and stuff already. So nice. and as well. So we're you know just kind of putting together the team right now. Um, but we've been working on this for about I don't know six months or so. So nice. it's we have scripts. We we're getting them put into what's it called? Shot script, Damien. Is he even still here? Yeah, he's here. He's just muted. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the Damien story is going to be told. My story is going to be told. There's um, there's a few others. We're, we're trying to keep a little bit secret, but um, put together into a, a pretty... Oh, did I mute myself? No, you're good. Okay. You're good, Tony. My bad, my bad. I'm still getting ready, but I wanted to just say, like, um, for us, Drew, and part of it, too, Tony, I couldn't come on, like, shirtless. We're not yeah. going to get kicked off a YouTuber or nothing, right? Uh, that's fine. That All is right. super- <laughs> 
<laughs> so you're trying to see my boobs. All right. So what I was going to say, Drew, is like for us, it could be the making of another like just boom of poker. I feel what makes poker great are the people. And I feel like, you know, watching a lot of the live streams, what we lost is just knowing that character build up and knowing someone's story. And I think like for as long as you've been doing it, like some people may know your story, could go back and watch your story. So for us, it's kind of like opening a channel, telling my story, telling Tony's story and everyone else's. But it would be really dope if like Poker Go could just have something where it's like a little mini series of something to watch. I feel like when you watch a live stream, the stream's over and that's it. But what if yeah. there was a story of every week you're learning someone, you've seen a production of that person, them telling that story. I feel what made Game of Gold different than anything else was that it was a game show, but you kind of knew a little bit of the storyline of the people. I think we need something different than what's out there. There's like yeah. 10 different live streams any day of the week, but Game of Gold was something unique. So our goal right now is to get something completely different than what's out there and just highlight the people that are out there. But uh, Tony, I'm going to put on a shirt. I'm going to hand it back to you. Well, yeah, I mean, Damien said it perfect. Like, I think even even when we were at Borgata, when we were at Borgata, Tyler, my, our, uh, our cinematographer, our cameraman, knew the guy who him and him and this guy were like our really good friends. And that guy ended up taking second place in the, the one million guaranteed. And so we wanted to interview the guy. But the guy, obviously, there was this big thing. He like got sucked out on the last hand or whatever. And so the guy was like not in great spirits. So you know Tyler didn't feel right asking him but he felt like if he had won the guy would have did the interview so I just think that kind of is maybe universal where like you know people don't want to do an interview right after they bust out of, out of a tournament you're not going to get everybody's great side at that point you know and I think that we should take more you know that's what we're trying to do is take more time is to try to highlight these people's stories and stuff but um I love yeah. that yeah, yeah. I love um, that so we'll let you know. Um, we'd be, love to have you in the film um, and uh, working on it. It's, it's great. It's it's good. It's, it's I don't want to say it's great yet, but it will be great when it's when it's doing it's done. But I'm excited. I was excited to see it. What you guys come up with in any way I can help? Just let me know. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, Damien, you still there? Absolutely. I'm gonna put on a shirt in a second, Tony. My bad. But no Drew, I like. For someone inspiring to start streaming and to be a pro, I feel like right now I'm a free agent. So I don't care if it's GZ poker or Ignition poker, Bet Online poker, or me, the idea would be ACR. And I think for a lot of people, being an ACR pro or even being an ACR streamer is like a good avenue. But how did you become an ACR pro and what advice would you give to anyone looking to get signed to a professional site to do it for a living? Well, you know, I actually started as a stormer back in 2016. I started streaming the 2015 and then the stormers manager then uh, contacted me. And when I became partnered in 2016, it was definitely because I was a part of the stormers. You know, they do a lot of good networking, the giveaways and the community that they build that has grown massively since then it uh is a great it's a great thing and what some aspiring 
uh, poker players that, you know, if you want to get into sponsorships, you want to build up your affiliate deals that you might have. Because I think the great thing about streaming is really it's a it's a funnel. It's a home base for a lot of things because you could be affiliated with training sites. That's uh, a drip of income. You could be affiliated with poker software. That's a drip of income. You, of course, as a streamer, you can get, you know, the donations and the subs. That's a drip of income. And as you continue to build your brand and your digital presence, especially in these days, now you have brands that are reaching out to you. Now you have uh, online sites that are looking to get exposure through your stream, through your social media channels, whatever it may be. And even on like Instagram uh, at a point, there's, well, there's different like ways to make money on social media, but I remember even something as simple as Instagram was doing uh, bonuses. They were trying to compete with TikTok and they were pushing people to put out reels. I remember I made like, you know, hundreds of dollars just posting reels on Instagram uh, during these bonus periods where you could have made some, you know, like 8K, I think, if you got like 8 million views on your videos at one point, Instagram was like, I'll give you $8,000. It was like, oh, sick, cool. Like, I'm gonna start posting, right? They, they did what they were doing. So there's a lot of ways to like make income through building your brand. But let's say, I'll tell you the ACR path, right? Like I've just been, I did the Thurston project. There was content there. I did some other projects with, uh, we did a triple threat challenge uh, content project uh, during COVID, which that's another long winded thing. So if you guys want to know more about that, I'll tell you. But I started off as a Stormer. And if you can get on the Stormers team, that's, 3k a month you could make and e even more but you just have to hit these like watch hours or stream hours i don't know the exact qualifications these days but i remember i've just even after i left the thirst lounge before i became team pro i went back on the stormers team because i'm streaming anyway so if you're streaming and you can get on the stormers like that's you could pay bills with that like very easily like i needed that i counted on that uh, 3k a month and I would do whatever it took to get to my goal the 10,000 watched hours I remember I'd be short uh, one month and I would just okay I'm just gonna do a 24 hour stream like I'll do whatever it takes to hit to hit my mark to you know get paid and you really just have to get out there start creating content we're in a digital world if you want sponsorships look at how the team pros or ambassadors for any online sites now are it's not like they are, these companies are just taking the high stakes elite uh, poker players. They want now, they've got streamers, they've got people who are making content as their ambassadors and their pros because they are out there in the community. They are a direct connection to these online sites, target market. And the model has just changed these years. Uh, over the years and yeah anybody aspiring to you know make money and build some additional streams of income through playing poker you know there's a path and it's a grind like I remember when I first started streaming I'm talking to myself and I look at the counter and there's just like two people watching me 
and it could be weird and discouraging at first but the show goes on you just have to pretend that every time you are creating content whether you're well if you're streaming you just have to pretend okay there's a thousand people watching me and maybe don't even look at how many people are watching you just do your show do your thing keep going grinding and soon the two viewers will be 10 viewers 10 viewers will be 20 viewers and then it climbs it's not that easy there's a lot that goes into that you got a network you got to uh run your social media as well. You got to make sure people know you're there. So while it's complex, it, it, it can be simple, but it, it, it takes a lot of time to like grow and kind of fall into that. Now, I yeah. think that's great advice, Drew. And I had one more follow-up question, which was, uh, have you ever won an award before? Like I know YouTube, if you get a certain number of views or subscribers, you get an award. Like, have you ever won an award from like Twitch or, just anything from the content side hmm no content award that i can think of but i have been nominated uh for gpi awards i've been uh on the list for like best streamer and then when i was vlogging because i made like 30 or 40 vlogs i was also on the nominee list for that so i've, I've been nominated but i haven't actually won any awards Let's get Drew nominated and let's get him an award for this year to the Drew crew, man. So definitely I'm surprised, Drew, because definitely I know you're, uh, I'm a little biased, but you're my favorite streamer, so I'd give you that award. You're definitely the streamer of many, pe favorite streamer of many people. But yeah, definitely want to see you back up there. But how did it feel to even get nominated? Really cool. Really, really cool to just even be on the ballot with everyone else. And I was, as I was looking at the ballot, I remember I was like, oh, you know, my favorite streamers are on here, right? And I didn't expect to win. And I think that's part of the process. I almost feel like you shouldn't win your first time around, you know, because it should just like make you hungry and keep pushing. Okay. Uh, and I think in the future, I will probably take a more focused approach at either maybe winning best streamer or best vlogger. The competition has grown, but I think I could do it. So we'll see after this year, because there's definitely a lot going on with the ACR obligations and whatnot. But yeah, I thought about it too much. Maybe I will kind of sit down on that sometime. Do you have a team or do you make all, do you create all your content yourself? I have, I, I outsource certain things if I don't have time. Like there's one specific guy right now, if I ever need short videos or some sort of edits done, I'll reach out to him. Okay. Yeah, but I do like right now, a lot of the content that I'm posting is just me on my phone, adding captions and like iMovie cutting if I need. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing pretty well too, honestly. It's yeah. Tons of views on your stuff. That's awesome. Um, Damien, you want to give him the million dollar question or are we... Uh, let's do uh, two questions on the ACR stuff, Toby. Okay. I don't know if you had any other ACR follow-up questions. I'm about to jump back on camera and then we could do the million dollar questions, like two or three more. You leaving them to me? <laughs> hey, I'll let you rock. I'll let you go for one and I'll go for one and we do million dollar questions so we could both get out of here to the main. Got you. Um, ACR question. 
Um, have you won more money playing live or playing online? I assume it's online. Yeah, way more volume online. So okay. definitely online for sure. Drew has over a million caches online, Tony, just on P5s, and that's before it stopped tracking like three, four years ago. So if, oh. if you had to put a number on it, Drew, do you think you crossed 1.5 already? For sure past 1.5, yeah. We're uh, around 2 mil in online caches now. Oh, yeah. Sick. Do you, do you play, um, are you allowed to play on other sites? Yep. No? Oh, yep. you are? Yep. Do you play on other sites? Not since I've been in Texas, but when I was in Pennsylvania two years ago, I played a lot on PokerStars PA. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's weird for me when I play online, I am rarely not streaming and playing online. So I tried to play on Ignition and stream a couple times, but the the UI is just weird. There's too much dead space. I'm too OCD. Like I can't stand the small cards and the, the dead space on screen and stuff like that. It just messes with my brain. The whole felt is across the thing. Just visually, I, I can't do it. Yeah. And global, when I tried to play on there and stream with the web address bar, it doesn't line up the same on screen with the way I have my tables. So OCD just explodes. I can't do that, even though I've tried and I know it's like profitable and good. Uh, PokerStars PA fit though nice in my screen tiling. And yeah. That was uh, really I, soft. Yeah, when I was, yeah, I, I like PokerStars when I was in Borgata. Jersey is like one of the closest legal states to me. Um, well, I guess Connecticut is, but they're not doing anything with online poker. Um, so I played out it when I was at Borgata and I cashed something. It's like the first tournament I played, I think I ended up like taking like 11th or 12th or something. But I love the, love the play. I love the, you know, how the everything looks and everything. Yeah. Fine. Um, so I'm hoping actually they, they just said I actually live in Rhode Island and they just announced that they are legalizing online poker here. So they said by oh, March. Yeah. So I, they said by March it'll be, I don't know, uh, Twin River, one of the casinos out here, will have some type of platform that we can play on. So nice. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it's Poker Stars. That'd be awesome. But um, yeah. Damon, you got an ACR question before the uh, million dollar? I do. All right, Drew. So for someone that plays on ACR heavily, um, I know everything's came on. I know it's pretty tough for you overall, just like, you know, supporting the brand. I know even for me, like I'm not a stormer and like I get a little bit of slack when I post I'm playing on there to me. Like, I don't care what's going on. I truly just enjoy ACR. Best schedule fastest cash outs cool as fuck when you join a table and you see like a streamer on there and i love how it has like the little purple line so that's how i like discover new streamers like you uh -huh. said for like the latin community i follow latin streamers i don't even know what the hell they're saying but they have like a great personality so i'm watching so i'm just curious for you um with everything going on or just like even being a personality has anyone ever like came up to you in person before and talk about like a hand history online like drew you knocked me out of a tournament or has uh -huh. anything that ever happened online came to like real life where someone brought up a spot or a moment where you knocked them out for sure yeah uh <laughs> so there's a range of things that people have said you know uh when they've come up to me and that actually the first thing that i remember when you said that was this last summer at WSOP 
I sat down at a, it was some six max bracelet event and I was sitting down and then the guy in like seat one, <laughs> this is funny. He's like, he goes, oh, hey, uh, ACR pro. I was like, yeah. And he goes, I pay your paycheck. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, at first I was like, hmm. And then because so, to be honest, the first thing was like, okay, I don't know where this is going, what that means exactly. But then I processed before I said anything. I was like, you know what? You're right. Too. I, I play a lot on there. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, sure. So I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I feel you. I was like, so, so what do you play? You know, and then I created the conversation. But there are times where people will come up and... I don't even think he meant to come across that way. It's like he wanted to say something and that's what came out, right? His delivery wasn't on point. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we kind of dug more and he's like, oh, you know, that's cool. And we had like a nice conversation, but I definitely was like caught off guard at first. I think he wanted to say hi, but he did it in a very uh, interesting way. No, first of all, it was awkward and then my last question for, for you is like, as Tony and I are like doing the podcast and doing more social media, like like it's dope when people recognize Tony and he's knowing more and more people like you see within poker. And then even for myself it was weird as hell where someone like introduced themselves to me and wants to take a picture. And in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck, a picture? Like I'm just a regular dude trying to like run it up. So do you remember like the first like time someone, I don't want to use the term starstruck, but do you remember the first time anyone ever like came up to you, really excited to meet you and wanted to take a picture what that was like? Because for me, it felt weird as hell. I thought the guy was trying to rob me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I, I remember the feeling was, uh, it was 2019 during the Thirst Lounge. That's what really, first started to get me noticed when I would travel and play live because the Twitch thing honestly I think a lot of people who watch and follow the Twitch channels don't get out and travel too too much they're like a lot of online players mainly right yeah exactly so no one's ever well these days it's a little bit different but at first no one was ever like oh I watch your Twitch stream what's up like I didn't start to get noticed until I was creating other content. So the Thirst Lounge, I remember my first WSOP and I went out and played the main event. Uh, we had Thirst Lounge patches on, but somebody came up to me. I was like, oh, hey, Drew, I watched the Thirst Lounge and everything. I was like, can we get a picture? And that first moment was very awkward because like you said, like, and I, and I still really feel it to this day is like, I'm just a regular ass dude. You know what I mean? You really want a picture with me? It's yeah. like, a, it's a really weird feeling. But it's also, of course, flattering and it's like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? This is like a, a moment for you. You want to remember it. And you you got to love that. Right. Because I, I, I fanboy out sometimes. And when I see people and I want pictures and uh, there's times I've actually chickened out. I've wanted pictures with people or I want to say stuff and I just didn't even. So I almost give props to those people who have the courage to you know, say, hey, can I get a picture or say what's up when you see somebody that you recognize? Nah, I'm, I'm definitely right there with you. I feel like it's a, a own and like a passage and like a respect thing. 
Like, um, just to, I'll, I'll put it out there. One of my huge poker crushes was Ebony. And like, um, I remember being at the lodge and she came to rail you. And I was just so nervous. Like, I just walked by her. Like, I was trying to speak myself up to say hi to her. And I like got close and I just kept walking to the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I blew it. So like, <laughs> there's definitely like a fanboy. And it may be a little bit different because she was like one of my many poker crushes. I'm not going to like out myself for the other 30 women. But like, <laughs> just the first time I saw her, I remember just not saying a word. Till this day, I still haven't said anything to Ebony. Um, probably never will, but yeah, I know what it, what you mean. So definitely huge props to the people that approach everyone. I actually yeah. spoke to Ebony at um, in Vegas last year. She was walking around the uh, the Golden Nugget. Remember? I think I rubbed it in your face. So I was like, oh, I went up to Ebony. Pause. Was... <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I. Just so you know, after people see this, you're going to have like an influx of people coming up to you now. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. It's so, it's so very humbling and uh, very cool when people just, you know, want to say what's up because, you know what, man, we're just on this big old rock, you know, trying to play some cards, have some fun and then enjoy the uh, enjoy the ride while, while we're here. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. What about um? so how long are you going to be here? How uh when are you going to retire? Man, you know what? I tell my stream this all the time whenever this comes up. I'm going to be old, man. I could sit in front of my computer and play online until, you know, I am done. Like, I don't see when or how I would really stop streaming. It'll get to a point maybe I'm too old to travel, like, all over the place. And I just kind of want to, you know, stay home. But there's this guy on twitch his name is i believe it's dad 2147 but he is a senior for sure he's like old and i don't i hope it doesn't come across like negative like he's old and like slow and doesn't know technology you know he golfs and you just like you get that vibe like this man has years of experience in life but he just decided one day he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up my uh, my a Twitch channel I'm gonna try to figure this out and he is just doing his thing man I was like yes I will be him one day I will be this man but maybe with purple hair if I still have it and <laughs> Filipino you know oh yeah rock and chair Drew I'm I'm patting the name now rock and chair Drew <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping it in mind. It might be that. It might be that. So uh, one question I had real quick. Uh, I know you're all tatted up and everybody loves the bink, the bink tattoo. Can I see it real quick? Yeah, yeah. I love that tattoo. You got any uh, You got any room for anything else there? You got any future tat plans? Probably. I have some thoughts. Definitely, I go through phases. But a lot of my tattoos have uh, some sort of meaning or attachment to it like uh the bank is my kind of positivity and poker start like in, in in early stages and then the um a lot of other stuff like this this time clock that i have here uh has to do with it's actually got the time that i was born and kind of like owed to life like you know we we all have time we need to make the most of it you know this is kind of a 
a reminder. And then the diamond is like a, this cuff right here on my arm is my thirst lounge area. Uh, this is my, oh, this one is very special to me, actually. This is a shout out to my Twitch community who through my hard times I told you guys about in 2017, they have always been there. Like when I uh, went through my divorce and I was driving across country, people on my Twitch community, I was streaming some of the travel from North Carolina to Cali. They were like donating for gas and they've just always been there for me. Like Damien, you know, he's been around forever and he's like still here, but I have this Twitch tattoo right here on my forearm. Yeah, that's fire. Right, so that's even know about that one. That's fire. Yeah. Shout out to the Twitch community, man. And I do still have room. I have some room up here. Okay. And okay. Go on to the shoulders and stuff. And oh, let me show you guys this one. This is a funny one. This is a, a different one. But I lost a bet to John, uh, J Pards, uh, yeah. maybe two summers ago, where it wasn't really a bet. It was like a motivation for him. I was like, John, don't drink for uh one month or something like that he needed some motor and i will tattoo your name on my body right? i didn't do it but look but you can't and you can't see it but up here in the in between the sun uh flares uh -huh. uh, you, you definitely can't see it and it was kind of it was definitely by design but i did an inverted in between each of those things if you look real close it'll say j parts Oh, wow. Freaking dope. Tony, get a tie of my name. You're my guy. <laughs> Yo, that, you got to win some. We got to bet or something on that. But yeah, that's we're dope. definitely going to do a WSOP bet, Tony. I like that. That's dope. I'm going to have to freeze that frame and see if I can see it. <laughs> so, no, you got something in mind coming up for a new, a new tap? I, I gotta wait for the next uh, the next big thing, the next big experience. I feel like something uh, impactful to happen that I kind of want to look at myself and remember. You know, it's kind of like those people who travel around the world and they get a different uh, patch or something on their suitcase. Yeah, yeah. Same I'm thing. Suitcase. Got you. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I got some arms. I won't take them out, but ones for my frat and ones for my family. Yeah. So I more for sure. Damien, you're not tatted, right? I'm very, very, very similar to Drew. So, um, quick story. I'll actually share it. Oh, oh shit. Sure, it's coming back off. <laughs> Dan, Tony, you got to tip me like $2 on ACR or something. You're making me strip. <laughs> Damn, I got the belly out, everything. All right. So, for me, many people may not know, but like, um, I'm in sales. So, like, when I became a manager, the name of my first team was called the Paper Planes. It was, like, Jay-Z theme, Paper Planes. He had a line, like, if you think, if you dream, you could inspire. So it's, like, I'm always thinking up. That's why I always put the rocket. So I always joked around my team, like, yo, if you guys get tattoos of a paper plane, I'll do it. So I was, like, in Texas, I had 10 people on my team, man. And we were drunk on a team builder. And they're like, yo, if you pay for it, I'll do it. They used to call me dad because I'm a little bit older than a lot of people on my team. They're like, if dad's paying, I'll do it. So yeah, <laughs> tattoos of a paper plane with like seven different people. Like we all just like on a team builder, we were making like really good money. And it was like a team, but like a, it felt like a family. A lot of us moved to Austin from somewhere else. And 
Yeah, that time, just like Drew said, means the world to me. So like times where work's stressful, like in sales, everything's not always going to be good. And I think for me, poker, that's a reminder for me as well. Like no matter where you are today, it's another opportunity the next tournament. So yeah, that's my little paper planes matching tattoo that always keeps me motivated and inspired. That's I like fine. that. I like that too. We got to get a poker in life uh, tap, bro. You got to get my name above your butt cheeks first. Hey. So. <laughs> That's a super ball. I'm joking. I'm joking. But I think it's time for us to go to the million dollar question. So, Tony, if you want to pre limit it, let's give Drew the million dollar question. Um, yeah. So, on the Poker and Life podcast, we basically try to give our guests the, uh, I don't want to call it ultimatum, the option of do they think in their life, poker is life or poker ain't life? Um, Damien kind of always talks about how he was going through a hard time and breaks up with his girlfriend and you know at the time he dumped a bunch of money playing poker so at the time it was poker and life and F-U PLO sorry Tony I just wanted to tell PLO FU real quick but yeah no, no, I'm always fine for you telling fuck uh, PLO off I guess but um, yeah and, and in my eyes when we started poker was life because I just won a bunch of money at Foxwoods back to back and now I think it's almost probably the exact opposite. I think Damon, it's poker is life for him, and it's probably poker ain't life for me at this point. But um, so we just try to give our guests, you know, the option and try to, you know, use their whatever they say to try to show everybody else that, you know, there's positive things you can do outside of poker, and that poker isn't always life. But for some people, it is. So I guess we're asking you the million dollar question: For you, is poker life, or is poker ain't life? For me, let me think here because I know what I'm thinking, but I'm trying to decide where where it falls because you know what? Poker ain't life. Let's go. Let's go, Drew. Poker ain't life. Poker is a vehicle in life, right? And for me, it is a place that I can fulfill a higher purpose because man yeah poker ain't life 100% it is just a vehicle there's so much more going on in life so many things that are more important than getting dealt cards wagering whatever amount of money that is going on and it is just a vehicle you know the things that are life are the people we meet through poker, you know, the friends, the family, the significant others that support us as we are, you know, playing this game and, you know, out here trying to run it up because at the end of the day, like if we were to play poker and win uh, $10 million, let's say, I think a lot of people would do something else than just like continue to play poker and spin it up, you know, some DJ. But of course, continue to play, try to spin it up. But uh, if I were to win $10 million playing poker, I'm still going to play. I love the game. I love competing and everything. But I would try to do something else with that money. I would want to pay off my mom, all my mom's bills, my brother, my sister, uh, my friends, anybody who needed it, right? The things 
that were above poker would get the attention because in this life, you know, money is money is the currency. We need it to do things. And, you know, that's why we work. You know, that's why we play poker to win money so that we can live a better, different life and have some new experiences. So 100 percent poker ain't life. There's bigger things out there, bigger purposes to fulfill. And you guys are great. I love the million dollar question. <laughs> awesome. I, I love your answer. I think a lot of people just jump right into it and like, yeah, poker's life. I'm winning a lot of money or no, I'm losing. Poker ain't life, you know? So I like that you, you know, dove into it and really shared. And I think you um, inspired Damien with the pink there. My man put on a whole, uh, he looked at your hair and was like, we're about to, we're about to match Drew's hair. We're about to go win some money. <laughs> Got to. I'm going with the theme. Well, Drew, for anyone that may not follow you already, where could they find you on socials and everything else? Because I think if they weren't already a fan of you, I think this interview will definitely bring more people towards your channel and more people rooting for you. So anyone that may not be aware of you right now, where could they find you? And if there's any other shout outs you want to give. Cool. Yeah. So if anybody wants to follow me on social media, everything is bet on Drew. If you type it in on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you will find me under bet on Drew. Uh, I live stream on my Twitch channel when I am home multiple times a week. So that's a nice way to directly connect with me and to get into my poker mind, ask me questions. That's the easiest place. Make sure you follow my Twitch channel. And yeah, I don't really have too much else to say. I do have my website. Everything is conveniently on there. If you go to betondrew.com, you can find all my socials, my stream. So that's easy. But uh, I want to say thanks to you guys. I, I dig the energy behind this podcast. I dig what you guys are doing. Uh, man, I got the double rap intro. Like, you know, I'm ready. I'm set for the day today to go play this main. And I appreciate you guys. And I'm rooting for you, both of you. Good luck, Damien, in your uh, 3500 And Tony, whatever you're getting into today, bro. Congrats on your win last night. And yeah, I'm rooting for you guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Appreciate you taking the time. And good luck on the felt today with you too as well, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah. See y'all on the final table, y'all. Have a good evening. <laughs>